0: This episode of Super Legit brought to you by Acme Labs, Punch Burger, and the Muggle Liaison Office. Welcome back to the Super Legit Podcast. It is another fantastic episode surrounded with my favorite people. Uh, this is this is seriously. I'm going to speak from the heart for a second. Me being Jarrett Lennon Kaufman, aka Jet. I seriously do this podcast with some of my favorite people in the world. These are my friends, and I'm going to introduce you to those friends right now. If this is your first episode ever, then you get to know them for the first time. Otherwise, you already know who they are. But welcome, I don't care. Brah. Yeah, welcome. Let's start with Chris Sanders here. Oh, Chris welcome Sanders.
1: Welcome. If you
0: could have one cartoon attribute. What would it be? I oh.
2: uh, give them all the good uh, ones. I don't know if this is what I actually want, but it was the first one that popped in my head when you said cartoon attribute. I guess works. it would be the um, the Auga eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: by the way it is
0: it is my sincere belief that when anybody ever answers any what is your favorite or what do you you know what is the one thing question they are always answering the first thing that came to their mind and not the literal favorite because i want to believe because i've never thought about about that before i've only ever thought about
2: my favorite like like superpower if i had a mutant ability or something but not my cartoon ability, because there's and so many. If I many. remember from
3: the conversation we had, your favorite mutant superpower would be to be able to make your eyes bug out really far. it was. I I would
2: I would be Eye Man. This one's <laughs> for
4: you, Morph.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I, I, I'm gonna this. That was a fun one. So I'm actually gonna take this one down the line. Uh, Michael Hyman, same question. To you what would what would be your one cartoon attribute if you could have one?
1: Oh, I would like to to be able to make the holes in in mountainsides. (laughs) Yes. Like, uh, (laughs) so just be like, bloop, and then be able to go into the mountain and then, you know. Be able to yep. pop up a hole anywhere I want. Yeah, that's. I like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: no that that was that was always a favorite of mine. In just and every and, and like who framed Roger Rabbit, they had obviously in mm-hmm. the holes too. And Like that yeah. was the coolest thing to me. that's why I think the game uh, Portal was always such a huge deal to me. Uh, like yeah. being able to create a hole or a portal in something.
2: Can't Elon Musk do that?
0: I'm sure. Well, the the boring company is is halfway there. Now they just have to be able to do that in anything. Josh Spence, hey, let's, uh, let's hit you up next. It's the same question: uh, What if you could have one cartoon attribute? What would you pick?
4: Uh, so this is kind of based off real life, almost. Given it's a cartoon thing, uh, mm-hmm. I, I am about six three and I weigh like mm-hmm. two, two and a half jets. So uh, I actually uh, I, wait I'm, like Harriers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or? No, yeah. I'm a, I'm a
3: J- jet. Coffins. Do yeah. you have jet. Coffins? No, no, no.
4: F-18 Eagles. Like I am. I am two <laughs> F-18 Eagles. Wait, what's
1: what's one jet? Coffman.
4: Uh, one a uh, half a F-18 Eagle. Uh, um,
2: <laughs> These what? are the lightest <laughs> fighter planes
3: so Never. that's why they go so fast <laughs> and why yes. america's fighting force will not be defeated
4: uh I'm, I'm surprisingly light on my feet uh like where i'll be walking through an island like you know at work so we'll be like oh you fucking snuck up on me and i'm like yeah <laughs> what you're expecting like big giant make noise when walk Like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So listen to me walk <laughs> yeah so what i would actually like is like when I, I go from destination A to destination B, I like that little like poof, like cloud of smoke, like like the roadrunner nice. where i just like took off. Yes. Like, wow, that's a that he's quick for a big man.
3: Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Josh shaped cloud of smoke.
0: The way you started that I thought you were gonna go, because this is the character you play in all of our stage scenes, is I thought you were gonna go Kool-Aid Man, the ability to just smash through a wall. No, that's a fat
2: <laughs> joke that really hurts my feelings. Also, Kool Aid Man no. is not a cartoon character
1: oh yeah it's true he's real stage yeah. he's real. Scene? St- stage scene stage <laughs> scene what is that what's this stage yeah i'm mm-hmm. confused that was that was a another lifetime ago
0: yeah it's a it's a platform usually painted black uh typically has fake bricks behind it and a couple doors that lead to nowhere
3: okay
4: so yeah yeah cloud of smoke speed yes that's me
0: i like that i really like that one that was fun uh, Steven C. James, I'm, I'm going to ask you the same question. I had another one loaded for you, though, so mm-hmm. I'm actually going to roll them together because I think they actually work well together. Ooh. Okay, uh, all right,
3: let's hear it. All right, so
0: double up. We'll start with that same question. What would that that cartoon attribute be? But also, I was curious, if there if there was a fictionalized world that you could live in, What's what fictionalized world would you most want to live in? And these could be, these could tie kind of together they could be separate but I want to hear these.
3: Okay. So first of all, I would be able to do the thing my cartoon attribute would be the thing where you are terribly injured and then you walk out of frame and walk back and you're fine. Like that <laughs> would be my thing. The thing where it's just like, "Oh my god, it hurts so much." It hurts so much. "Let me walk by myself for a second. And I'm going to come back and like, hey guys, I'm back at 100%." There we go, and that was like there
0: every '80s action hero too. Like, they, yes. yeah, their hair was you still perfect.
2: Sh- you sure you don't want the cartoon uh ambulance guys to come in with the stretcher going hop 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 hop?
3: What if my cartoon power was super lame? And it would be like I wanted to be like the sheepdog and the wolf and be able to clock in on time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or, or you could went with the other Wile E. coyote one instead of like invulnerability. It's like I want to be able to dial the Acme Corporation all the time. <laughs> (laughs) for supplies
3: (laughs) uh and as far as fictional worlds go it's tough because i'm a star wars fan but Mm -hmm. like up until the last jedi i'm pretty sure everybody in the world of star wars was illiterate right there's never any books (laughs) no one ever reads anything it's always like i think i remember this thing
0: Um, and then they burned the books in the last jedi so everyone after that's illiterate as
2: well also women and people of color don't really exist
3: well there's grizz um, who was a very obscure uh, late tier character? When you're a black kid growing up as a Star Wars fan, you find everybody you can to hang on to, and of course, there's Lando. There's Lando, yeah. who's not just a good role model, but he's also
1: a super smooth. Yeah, I mean, Lando's Lando. cool as fuck. Yeah, let me think. I got you. Truly what? do belong here books the clouds. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of like uh uh what world because like. You know, the the Harry Potter world has mm-hmm. gotten more and more problematic, what with yeah. J.K. Rowling not knowing how to accept people. And plus, mm-hmm. if you take a look at those books anyway, this is actually something that comedian Joe Starr pointed out to me, a buddy of mine. He, he has a bit where it's like, oh, um, the entire world uh, of the Harry Potter books is segregation because it's like, oh, yeah, you yeah. muggles are great and all, but you should keep your own water fountains. So it's like... <laughs> A terrible world that I I don't think I'd want to live in. Since I'm 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 also a Hufflepuff, which means that is bottom level. I'm total. And then Hufflepuff. it's, yeah.
2: it's, uh, it's like uh, it's like cultural appropriation because then the wizards get to their school on a literal underground railroad. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's,
1: like it just
3: levels of like you know, oh J.K. Rowling, you you terrible billionaire. Um, mm-hmm. Ah, uh, f- fictional world. Like uh Star Trek seems like it would be nice, but I gotta oh, say would be great. probably a little boring. Um Lord of the Rings, ugh no. I How mean would I love Star the- Trek be boring. Yeah,
0: I, I want to ask that one. Yeah. Okay. Like I feel like there's a lot of a fucking exploring. You're when,
1: just exploring when in the Star Trek universe. <laughs> Although I suppose question. you have to be on the Enterprise for the most yes, part to be able to do exactly. all that exploring.
3: Exactly. If I was a captain of said ship. Okay, that might be cool, but I'm being realistic. I'm thinking I, as a middle, like, whatever their version of middle school drama teacher is, which in most of those worlds would be Corpse.
0: Well, uh. Have you seen Lower Decks at, at, by any chance?
3: I have not. I have
0: not. It's I. I highly recommend it because it literally is about the 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 crew who doesn't get to go on all the missions and who basically is just responsible for maintaining the ships. They do end up on some missions, but like their their ship uh, is typically going on all of the second contact missions. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones now going to help uh charter the deals that have been made since the first contact with these societies and everything else and it's 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 very funny it's like it's somewhere roughly between Rick and Morty and Star Trek so mm-hmm. it is it's making fun of Star Trek but in a very in the most respectful way possible because it really recognizes the references and it makes mm-hmm. them and it appreciates it and it it calls out all the stuff that we think is is ridiculous and they're like yes it is ridiculous and we're going to play with it
3: i think i figured out my world Oh, Parks please. and Rec. Parks and Rec. <laughs> I would live I like in Pawnee, Indiana. Yes. Uh, I would I would be friends with like Leslie Nope. We'd go get waffles. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, mm. Ben, I'd have a weekly Cones of Dunshire game with Ben, where he always <laughs> won. Uh, I'd try to give Andy advice, and I'd just watch him make a mess of things. I would, yes. Klingons uh, are the world.
2: Coming, coming from a rural Michigan town, just <laughs> yeah. like that, like I can't argue. I I totally agree.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I would live. Yeah, uh, I remember when they did their quarantine episode. I was just like, I've come home again. So yeah, I would totally Pawnee, Indiana. Sign me up. If they need a middle school drama teacher yeah. in Pawnee, Indiana, I would literally take that job right
1: now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Super. Okay, Miss Rowling. Um, I know we've had uh, some issues as of late with your personal stances, and um, you know, as a PR what company, personal stances. Okay, well, it's been well documented in the news. Um, he, he, I think we have a. I think we can have a quick <laughs> prove s- it solution on this. So we can write another book
2: uh, where. Oh, we, I'm sorry. Are you an are you an author? I, I'm not an author, but just 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 just. Hear me out, okay? Real quick. So an author just okay. told you to prove it. Like, see, I write I, I, things down. Sure. People read them. Okay, uh, so I prove yeah. it every day. You do. Um, I just mm-hmm. asked you to prove the last statement you said, I will. and you just continued speaking as if you were an uh, author. I'm. I'm. So I'm, please uh, prove, prove it. Okay, I, and and
4: uh, I have I'll have my crew of uh, other uh, guys help me here. I think if you write a... a write a follow-up book and we have like uh like the the leaders of hogwarts they introduce like uh i don't know we'll call it like the hogwarts rights act of like hogwarts 64 and uh you know it 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 prohibits like unequal application of like uh registration requirements It, it prohibits segregation of all types in schools right uh public accommodations right so it's not like you know muggles in the front uh you know or muggles in the back, or uh, you know, any type of weird public accommodation, or any type of like employment discrimination among the teachers. I, I think this is something that if we introduce, since you know, it'll
2: it'll it'll rehabilitate your image. I feel because it, it'll show that you... I rehabilitate my image. I'm the author of the Harry Potter series. What do I need to rehabilitate? Hmm. Hmm, did I write? Did I write Star Wars? No, Tim, I wrote Harry Tim, Potter. Please help me. Yeah,
0: let me break I'm this trying. down for you, okay? Because uh, I'm all over the social medias. All right, that's that's my job here. Okay, I'm all over the sit. Insta, I'm all over the the snap. I'm all over the twits. You know, I got all this stuff uh, on lock, and they uh, mm-hmm. they are not having you anymore. All right, this is this Who's is your. Who's
2: not pres- having me anymore? People, or not yes. people? Like all trans. of your fans, Miss Rowling. Well,
0: to, to speak your language, we'll say muggles. The Muggles are not having you anymore. And in so this so the world, transgender got-
2: folk is that who you're speaking out? No, when you say we didn't Muggles? even mention no, that. I'm
0: no, we're using no, your language. Again, this is this is kind of our point here: is that you go straight to the transgender, you just a, you 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 assume this, and you see it as a negative, and uh and you're. I don't f- see it's not a
2: negative. They're just not people. JK JK okay. JK JK JK. Please, JK.
3: I'm Kevin, gonna I'm gonna Kevin, jump in. Please.
2: Here. Please.
3: Um, I think these guys are trying to be a little bit more polite. Um, and I will say you are a monster um, because you wrote a series of beloved children's books. And then you told um, a good yes, portion Yes, because I of love people... children. Yeah. Okay. And
2: then we all know how much I love children, children that are straight and heterosexual. Children. Yeah, that's
3: the thing. You told a lot of those children that they don't exist or matter, which makes you. Uh, let me look at everything people are saying online. Garbage, terrible, the yep. worst, yep. and more canceled than a new season of F Troop. Ah, see, no one called me rubbish. Um, mm, well, that might be a little bit of the
0: language barrier. Well, let me. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on. I let me search here real quick. Yeah, nope. Uh, if I search uh, Rowling rubbish, I get. Wow. Four hundred and eighty-seven results.
2: You know, Ralph. That's and I, it. Four hundred eighty-seven today. How many people are in the world? Subtract all the gays okay. and the transgender people, oh and then boy. give me the yeah. answer.
4: You know, okay. See, that's part um, of the problem. The fact like, that you
0: put the in front of gays tells us I, a I, lot, I,
4: Mr. Rowling. Just like so many uh, people, al- allies, and, and, and people from the LGBTQ <laughs> community. It's this World War like, Two, reg-
3: <sighs> like. Could you stop being the worst long enough to just let him say the thing he's going to say, J.K.? Come on, J.K., 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 J.K.? JK,
4: Like, like Ralph and I were throwing this pitch together. We could have just said, like, you know, like muggles rights are human rights. And like that applies to everybody on the spectrum. I thought Ralph had a good pitch for that. And just
2: like just the fact that you laughed at us at that first shot just. Oh, if we're talking about the spectrum, I mean, autism is real. Uh, uh, My next book uh, is all about an autistic... I mean, if you really look into it, Harry Potter. We're going with the plan.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. so here's what we do. We're going to ghostwrite a J.K. Rowling book where she's kind to trans people. All right, we can't let this cash cow end. She's a monster, but nobody's ever going to miss her. Let's just get rid of her, okay? uh, We'll just roll her fine. Potter belongs to the people. I can't hear anything. What's going on? I've been looking for a closet wife anyway. It, it, it's fine. we we'll, It's going to be ironic. We'll make her disappear. I'm not a hundred percent okay with the closet wife thing. By the way, I just. Yeah, I got. I, I got to call that one out. Yeah. yeah, Ralph. We have to talk about that later.
0: I feel. I feel like we're just shifting problematic to a whole other section here.
4: We're gonna. We're gonna. We're going to weaken at Bernie's, this Rowling, J.K. Rowling situation. But as soon as we're
1: done with that, we are going to talk about your we gotta talk. Rowling. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. We're, we're going to kill her so that she's yeah. dead while we prop her up.
2: I can't hear or, or, or see anything, but I sure hope there aren't any homosexuals in this room now.
1: Uh, ah, God! Uh, oh, you make it really chloroform. hard to defend you. More chloroform. If, if you want to weaken at Bernie's, her, then we're going to hold her up, but people are going to see she's alive. Because she's going to be, like, opening her eyes no, 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 and no. feeling about and trying to escape. But if we kill her, then we can, you know, manipulate her how we want. Ralph, we're going to turn JK
3: into JD. It's going to be a Salinger thing. She goes into hiding. You know, she is reclusive. You know, and then we just keep putting out more books. But this time, things where, like, her online presence is, like, starting with, I'm sorry. I was wrong." I mean, how easy would that for us to all say? Did,
0: you got you got you got to remember that didn't work so well for Shia LaBeouf. The whole "I'm sorry" thing, I yeah, all the apologies he did, which were all plagiarized as well. Like people don't don't really take to those anymore.
1: I don't remember any "I'm sorrys." So I just remember just do it.
2: Shia LaBeouf has a pretty good career now. Sorry, uh, lunch is here.
1: No, hi. Oh, yes. I'm- I I have the chicken wrap.
2: Uh, but just, just, I, I just couldn't help it overhearing, but Shia, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon I, was fantastic. and
1: I and had the impossible
4: sloppy I have, Joe. I have the chicken wrap. Okay, Shia, I, real quick. I have the chicken wrap. No, no, no. Guys, 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 guys. Time, time, yeah, time out. Time
2: no. out. I gotta go and enjoy your lunch, everybody. As
4: soon as As soon as we finish this J.K. Rowling situation, and then we talk about Ralph's closet wife, we need to talk to Shia LaBeouf about talking to himself in the third person. I'm tired of hearing this, okay? Just because he grabs our lunches doesn't mean Shia gets to refer to himself in the third person. Chicken wrap?
3: I mean, I respect how deep he's gone into character for this new film.
4: (sighs) Yeah,
0: How did those tattoos work out from the last one? Uh, I heard the reviews were not so good. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, what's going on? Is America great again?
1: Oh, jeez. I swear, Kevin, you started eating my chicken wrap. I'm gonna.
4: I still think muggles' rights are human rights.
1: Kill J.K. Rowling. Can we just pour all of the chloroform on her face? I got no problem with
0: it.
3: Oh,
1: oh we're gonna kill her now? We're gonna actually kill her?
3: Ralph, you're way too excited about this. Oh. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sad Ralph.
0: oh <laughs> sad Ralph. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf did did get his entire chest tattooed for the last film he did, and the reviews were really, really not good. Like this is a thing he's been doing. I, I have this. I, I
1: have such a hard time because um, I like Shia LaBeouf.
0: Like I I like the guy.
1: Uh, Wait, Jeff. Before sorry, before you continue, what are the were the reviews of his chest chest tattoo? <laughs> uh,
0: they were they were good. Were, then then the I tattoos think... were. No,
1: like 9, nine out of ten, out. easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, yeah, absolutely. Then, you know, net positive.
0: I remember he he cut his face for a previous film he did. Like he was supposed to have, uh, uh, he was supposed to have scars on his face, and he wasn't impressed with the makeup work they were doing, so he just cut his own face for it. Like he, fe- it feels like he wants to be Christian Bale. Like he wants to be that kind of an actor who is just as like commits to a level that nobody else commits to, but he picks the wrong
4: project. But he for did
2: commit. Remember remember when he did Transformers and he was like
4: Optimus That was commitment. That remember was that? commitment. Absolutely. You ask any agent out there, they will tell you, Shia the Buff is a star, but Christian Bale, he's an entire galaxy. <laughs> And it's still true.
0: Uh, what what country is That's your little, agent your agent from? Non Non-des-
4: nondescript anywhere.
0: Nondescript. Latvia. Boise. Now the question I wanted to ask Stephen St. James here. I think we had the same question on our minds. Go,
4: go ahead, ask him.
0: Oh, I was going to say uh, before the before the podcast we uh, we stopped you from talking because this is such an interesting story.
1: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> oh wait, we're actually going to allude to that we had conversations outside the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to
0: admit <laughs> that we talk outside of this because I already implied it by the fact that we're friends we yeah. are
4: not friends disclaimer we are not friends we are only podcast partners in lieu of making giant cash
0: go ahead yes. we have a we have a shared uh, friend in the community uh our uh, our colleague our teacher our coach uh Shirley cowan mm-hmm. and yeah uh, you were you were chatting about how uh, how she was kind of instrumental in some of your uh, your beginnings and your current part of this process
3: well i feel like i uh, have a very lucky uh coach journey Uh, Part of that is because I'm not a woman in improv, and so no one tried to do anything terrible to me. Um, But uh, Shuli, after – I was, like, taking these classes just because as a middle school drama teacher, I wanted to have more stuff to take to my students. And uh, I went to Shuli after my level A class, and I was like, I want to move on to level B, but there's nothing available. Um, I was wondering if I could go to IFA 2, which is, like, improv for actors, Mm -hmm. level 2. And she was like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you can. You You mispronounced Actors. Actors. Yes. Um, And she was like, yeah, you'll be great. You'll be fine. And then the group of people that I met in IFA2, I fell in love with. And like we traveled with each other all the way through the program. We had our grad show with iGod directed by Jay Leggett, who was just a fantastic human being. And it was, yeah, it was a, a wonderful experience, even though I do, of course, have my problems with Second City and their ideas around representation
1: yeah
4: mm-hmm. uh yeah I agree with all that I also have a Shirley Cowan story
1: wait I don't think you get to disagree with any of it no I don't yeah you can't right. be like right you can't be like that didn't happen to your life
4: <laughs> no but it doesn't hurt to say that I agree and I support you 100% Stephen St. James
0: <laughs> hold up hold up improv is yes and you just no but it
4: I sure. yes and to uh-huh. not the bad thing. Uh, <laughs> I love this story. It's one of my favorite Shuli Cowan stories. I had her for level 4 over at IOS Um at the time she was recovering from a throat surgery, so she could nope. so, she, so she could barely talk. So much so uh and if you don't know Shuli Cowan listeners, she was a, she is a wonderful improviser. She had a show uh for 20 years called opening night it was an, Im- an improvised musical it was magic
1: insanely good if we didn't have this pandemic she would still be doing it every week. oh yeah, yeah. Like,
0: that's like, the only thing that derailed it yeah i'm
4: sure she's doing it in her like in her apartment still just to keep her chops up she's that committed well, and
0: she's got other things going on too like she, she's uh doing established online too uh which i highly recommend checking out est
4: so yeah. um So she was trying to preserve her voice as much as possible for the performance. Uh, So I had her in level four, and that's kind of like a a little bit deeper scene work. And she was so committed to preserving her voice that she spoke through a mic through a fifteen watt guitar amp, just so the amp would project her voice, so she didn't have Mm -hmm. to project her voice. So she Peter Frampton, kind of, kind (laughs) of, without the without (laughs) the. Shuley Cowan comes alive. So yeah, so
2: So she asked the improv class, do you feel like I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, yeah.
4: yeah. She was like, baby, I love your way. So it's my favorite. It's one of the best notes I've ever got in improv, but it doesn't have really anything to do with me. So I'm in this scene. The scene goes how it goes. Um, And she's trying to save her voice. So she just goes, Josh, throws me a thumbs up. Like, yes. I didn't get notes in that scene. I'm feeling great. She talks to this other guy, Trevor. And she turns on the mic and her voice is just like Harvey Firestein gravel. And she's like, why were you trying to destroy that scene? You kept saying no at every single moment. I don't know what you're doing up there, but that wasn't it. Quit saying no to it. You got to commit. You got to try harder. (laughs) Josh, you were fine. Trevor. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) For me that, that, The shilly moment
0: that always, always sticks out. You remember this well, Josh, is uh, we were basically (laughs) auditioning her to uh, be the coach for the the feel good, not bad death laser. And uh, and we we did uh, we did one of our deconstructions and I initiated a scene that again, this was like early, early in my improv experience and even early with the team. And I initiated it with uh, with a blowjob joke. Um, and it was it was off it was off <laughs> yeah. of something else. Sure, it was it, the reference highbrow. It, thank you. I yes, this uh, <laughs> I. Well, in fairness, it was a highbrow blowjob joke, but yeah, it was no, directly it off of something else. and I initiated no, off of it, <laughs> and we did a short scene, and then she gave her notes, uh-huh. and uh, and she she she. Uh, she took issue with the scene and felt that we were not a blue team. And someone said, Well, uh, how would you have handled that? And she said, Well, I would have edited after the first line. <laughs> <Got it.
2: laughs> Super.
1: Edit. Um, edit. Legit. edit. Legit. 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 Legit.
4: Legit. Legit. So hard.
1: Wait, what? <laughs>
3: hi i just thought chris was enjoying a lovely vanilla shake thank you steven jesus christ you guys are truly sick people
4: okay do we have to have a team meeting about this that was like
2: wait a minute that was like all three of you were trying to hide your boners at the same time
1: whoa i would never try to hide my bones
2: you didn't even let
1: it like we know
2: like <laughs> Ralph, you, you talked just about said this a million you times just, yeah. you Michael just you just said <laughs> you just said that early on you were making you were uh-huh. making the blowjob jokes to introduce the scene yep. you're exp-
1: <laughs> and you i immediately taken
0: followed advice you could have I immediately taken that followed anywhere Stephen c
2: james was like he's enjoying the a, a Popsicle, vanilla yeah. a Vanilla Shake. Mm-hmm. I could be joining a Popsicle. I could be doing any... Like I didn't even say I mean, anything have it yet. We could made full on
1: high-brow. It could have been performance Oh my art. God, you like, didn't yeah. even a chance. <laughs> like, like gonna, wow. Do, do you want to do it again, want Fuck do you this try again? podcast. Do you want to go again? Do you want to start your blowjob noises again?
2: No, apparently you're, you're yeah. all a bunch of homosexuals. We'll save it for the next <laughs> oh No, J.K.
3: Rowling, go no. away, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we clawed no, for me to No, get out, out of here, J.K. Rowling. No. <laughs> You're not allowed. You invented the Hufflepuffs and then live a life that goes against everything they believe in.
1: Well, she's obviously not a Hufflepuff. She's a Slytherin. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly mm-hmm. she's a Slytherin. Mm-hmm. That's the
3: great irony. Yeah. The great irony. Super.
4: Look, like if if we're having an improv meeting right now and we're giving each other notes as a team, I just want to...
3: Oh, shit.
4: A, we can't... Guys, we can't go into a show with our lines preloaded. Like... You heard Kevin. He was like, "Hey, let's do that. Let's should we do that? No, we can't do that again. Okay, we have to honor the scene." And secondly, can we talk? Can we, can we talk about with Fred over here having a boner again on stage? Like it's it's inappropriate. Okay, like we said, we're a highbrow unit here.
0: Well, but it's uh, people laugh. People laugh at the boners. Okay, and they laugh at our pre-written lines. Yeah,
3: mostly at the size. yeah. But yeah. I mean, it would be very easy to just transition into being a sketch troop, guys. I really think that's the way to go. I mean... That's what I've been saying.
0: We can just... Okay, but, pe- but you, 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 people love improv. People people just flock to improv. You say you're doing an improv show, uh, and you fill the audience. They
1: line up in droves. They, they line yeah. up around the block.
0: They buy you know. drinks. They buy t-shirts. They're all over it, so... They
3: buy books. They I buy mean, all the books. I will say... Every book. The later at night, the better, too. Yeah. yeah, you know, absolutely. like people yeah. love a good one a.m. improv show. Yeah, I was about to say I
4: have a one thirty slot over at the clubhouse on a Wednesday night. Uh uh-huh. Are we all committed to doing that show? I don't know if we want to do sketch or improv, but are we are we committed to doing that? We
0: can we can well again we can claim it's improv and we'll write it and we'll be we'll we'll be heroes.
3: Is that the theater where that one guy was leaving and he got robbed? Yeah, and then you got to be more specific. He got kidnapped and then three weeks later. Uh, They found him and he couldn't remember his name. Still got to be more specific. I can make that show.
1: You're thinking of the place that a guy left the theater, got robbed, and then two weeks later they started mailing his uh, fingers one at a time to his spouse and asked for a ransom. And then they couldn't pay and then they just kept cutting off different parts. And eventually he just like his face didn't have a nose or ears. Um, And then they realized they were mailing it to the wrong person.
3: That guy. That guy had really good characters. That guy had. Really Was that good the theater characters.
1: where the one guy called me the anti-Semitic
0: slur beforehand, and then my car got oh, robbed okay. afterwards?
3: Right. Yes to all of that.
4: Let's let's stop with the references. Sanders is fallen asleep because it's not Chicago
2: Improv. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Sorry, I fell asleep. Oh wait. Oh, hey I see. What you are you guys commenting on improv by? doing scenes about improv y- well y- yeah
0: that's a that's a that's accusatory
2: fuck i fucking hate this group i'm out
0: oh he's just wow he,
4: wow.
3: he just wow. he he left all right okay
2: so sanders sanders is gone are,
4: are we good to doing sketch now are we are we a sketch group officially
3: um well yeah but i think we need to have a, a great original name like the the
4: state part two something with a pun the state part two
3: great great let's do that yeah let's right. do that. Yep.
1: yeah yeah for, first choice best choice no great Improv, baby. Do we say legit now? Legit. <laughs> what? Stay part two. I'm back, guys. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to leave. I'm legit. back. I'm legit back. Legit, so hard.
0: <laughs> oh, that's inside baseball. Uh, that that was a true story too. The time that oh, I uh, I I got uh, the uh, anti-Semitic uh,
1: slurs uh, against me before the oh, yeah, show. I remember that our yeah. one show ever at UCB.
0: Yes, yeah, good times. Hyman and I were out front. Uh, This was uh, sunset. How are you?
2: You did a show at UCB. Why are you guys not on (laughs) SNL?
0: Yeah, well, no, Parks and Recreation, right? We're going to do Parks and Rec. We're a part Mm. of the Parks and Recreation. Hey, I live there now. It was UCB Sunset, not
1: Franklin.
4: We were all on Freeform. We we got the Freeform one uh, instead of.
0: Yeah, but yeah, we we did a show. The Death Laser did a show there, and Hyman and I were. Uh, we got there early. We were standing out front talking. I was talking about. I was pointing out where a theater once was back when I was a when I was a kid. I had done a play that uh, had of all strange things, Elizabeth Shue was in it playing a playing a Jew, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I was. Yes, exactly. Uh, and I was pointing it out to Hyman and talking about it. And this guy walks up to us and and stands next to us as though he's a part of the conversation. Uh, and then he 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 starts butting in about uh, uh, asking us questions about whatever we're talking about. And I was just explaining it to him, and he's like, "Oh, hey, God, can I borrow your phone?" That's right. Um, no. I need to call my dad. Oh yeah. And this guy's like mid twenties too, and it's like it's it's weird the guy's clearly not a hundred percent there. And I'm thinking, I just, I like this, is a brand new phone. I'm not going to hand it to a complete, I'm not going to be that guy who later on is telling the story of how I got my phone stolen from him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I, I know it was a Motorola razor. <laughs> and I'm like, I I'm... two razor two, Yeah, that's right. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't feel comfortable giving my phone to a stranger. And he, he looks at me for a second and he replies, what are you some kind of a Jew? Mm. And I looked at him for uh. a second. And then I just turned around yep. and continued my story <laughs> yeah. to Hyman about the theater that we were talking about as though we had never been interrupted.
2: Did this happen sometime between January of 2017 and yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I think that's correct. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yes. yeah, that, yeah.
0: that tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that, yeah, that math is yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and then later that night, after our after our, our terrible, terrible show, uh, I went back to my car and found my car had, in fact, been burgled and my laptop computer right. had been stolen from it. Uh-huh. And I, I, I like to think it was the same guy.
1: I don't know if our show was that bad, but it was our experience whole, was bad. the whole experience is bad. Yeah. And yeah. little I mean, you know, to his credit, we were two Jews hanging out talking. So it's true. I can't fault him for that. He <laughs> Talking about us Elizabeth
3: Shue playing a yes. Jew. Yeah. So yeah. he may have just been using a context clue. <laughs> I keep on rhyming. Oh dear God, what am I going to do?
1: <laughs>
4: uh, it's at this time of the show that we actually like to introduce some of our wonderful uh, sponsors that we have supporting uh, the super legit podcast. Now, uh, as we've brought it up before, uh, I like to find uh, local homegrown ads. Uh, Chris Sanders likes to bring in the big corporations, like uh, Boys Toys, has is is been a wonderful sponsor of ours uh, for episodes in, and uh, Michael Hyman likes to find the fringe 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 up and fringe. coming
1: you up, know on the cusp ads. ready to you know hit the main you know, those <sighs> so of while we'll
4: hear one of those later we're we're excited to hear one of our ads uh that i have found so uh chris sanders if you uh don't mind pulling up that one i sent you you can
1: uh we can get
4: this one going
2: oh yeah yeah i got you josh
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks buddy oh chris was just rebooting there
2: <laughs> no i was it's a Tape. You know, we deal with these old tapes. Right, right. I had to yeah. reel to reel pull yeah. it out. Did you get your um, did you
0: get your tape deck repaired? Because you were having problems with it.
2: I don't know, it's totally repaired. Uh, right. I found one of the only remaining radio shacks in the country. Out oh. of boy. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, they and they, they, they mostly converted into sprint stores, which are now T Mobile stores, and it's just getting really confusing.
2: But it's uh, it's already it's it's ready to go.
0: Great, let's hear it. Okay,
2: this is nine time world surf champ Topher Sands. Sup, fam? We've all been there. I know I have. You're a laid-back person, like me. Very cool, bro. Would most would even say you're pretty chill, like me. I bet you probably asked yourself, how does the toe of roll from beach break to beach break after surfing in the dawn with that cut-off cargo perp pooger shell flip-flop drove flow without getting heat from the paddle pusses patrolling the break? Or, If you're not a local, how are people gonna, like, you know, think you're, like, laid back and stuff, like me? I got the soup's easy solution to prove to those Eddie's that you're not a Jake. The fine broskies that brought you supple dumps are totes happy to bring you old soles. Soles for the bottom of your feet. Boars need wax. You need old soles. It's that simple, bruv. It's like, just for men, but for your feet, because your hair is gonna be perfect forever since you surf and stuff. It's made from the most authentic beach sand ingredients, including silicon dioxide, petroleum silicon, non-particulate sludge, and cashed out barnacle nuts. You can walk on any surface, Zuma Beach, Hawaiian lava, LA streets in the summer. Nothing is taking off these souls. Just like there are flavors of Tasty Rip Girls, there are shades to your little piggies. Shades include Backyard Hang, Quick errand, The Trail, Santa Monica Back Alley Comedy Club, or Hollywood Side Street. Type BRO in the promo code and receive a special unisex body spray ubiquitously, you. The spray that everyone has and is made for everyone. But it's your smell. You wear it best. Boars need wax. You need old souls. Like me. Topher Sands.
0: Does anyone know where uh, Topher Sands uh, hails from originally? Yeah, he's kind
2: actually of uh, NorCal. Yeah, Definitely NorCal.
1: Big NorCal huh.
0: guy. Uh, there was a there was a slight like a uh, European uh, vibe in there too that I thought was interesting. So I was just trying to. I got a
1: t- I got a twinge of like Jersey Shore adjacent. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah,
2: he's he's non. You can't. He's really nondescript. He's spent time all over yeah. the world. He just surfs. He's surfed every break.
3: I heard he's the son of actor Julian Sands. Mm. I think. Yeah. Okay, that might make some sense.
4: I saw Topher Sands ripping the curls, hunting in beach. Got a plancha fest burrito after that, and I just thought he was the coolest guy that's great ever. Yeah, so, um, did anyone, uh,
0: does anyone know what the product was?
3: No, old souls, it's old souls. Uh, yeah, it's old souls. They they go on your feet, they toughen up. You didn't get the sample this time, no, it's I like, uh, no. no, it's kind of like an all natural barefoot shoe, yeah, that you can like wear on your foot. It's like a, a second skin almost.
0: Oh, no, I did. Uh, okay, I got that. Uh, I, I thought someone literally sent me like uh, a pile of skin and like, I, I threw that away. Uh, I'm embarrassed now. No, no,
4: no. You no. put it on your feet, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my God. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I might be able to, I, I think it's, I, I don't think we've had trash pickup this week, so I might be able Dig to come back out and try that. Yeah. Put
3: mm-hmm. them on. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you guys have a dog, but keep them on a high shelf because my dog was just like, ar, like like total chew mm-hmm. toy. It was
4: nuts. Okay. So yeah, we got two for sounds. I'm. I hope we hear more from him in the future. I think he's great. Uh, Stephen, I wanted to ask you, sure. what is the best? Not best, because what's best? But what is
3: the best means better than anything else? What is it? <laughs> what is the one improv
4: show that like transformed you? Like everybody sees in the improv circle where you see one show and you're like, I got to do this. What was the one show where you're like, I want to go to there? And to there was oh. improv.
3: Okay. Um, see, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, diverge the question um, uh, and talk about sketch because okay, I, sure. once I, th- as that last scene did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, once I fell in, in love with improv, um, it was the idea of like turning it into sketch. And there are two shows where it was just like, like seeing somebody, not like, you know, like somebody who's on TV or anything like that. Cause that's the kids in the hall. They're like, you know,
4: uh-huh.
3: my linchpin. Um, But, like, seeing humans perform live, uh, Superpunk, uh, which is a sketch it, oh, group yeah. out of Chicago, they would just, I saw them at a festival, like, before I was doing improv, and I was just like, what magic is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, as far as peers, as far as, like, seeing somebody who it's like, I had a drink with that genius. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, The Printer's Daughters, uh, which was Carla, now kakowski Uh, and this woman, Deborah Gross, um, they performed a two person show that if like my group that I perform with all the time, Nirvana would not exist if it wasn't for these ladies, because like Chris Compton and I were like, okay, let's try to write a sketch every month. And in a year and a half, we'll have enough to do a half hour show and we'll take it slow. And they were like, Hey, uh, 30 days from now, we've got a show at West side. We want you guys to be our openers. You got to have a half an hour go. And we were like, (laughs) Oh, I'm not going to say no to that. Uh, but those two had a series of just knock, knock, knockout, drop dead, socially relevant, super smart, incredibly well acted sketches that were great. There was one about like uh, a little girl who was starting up a, a lemonade stand where this old woman had always run a little a lemonade stand. And the little girl is clearly going full Walmart on this uh, little mm-hmm. old lady and like pushing her out of business. Oh, so many great sketches. They, yeah, I I love those two, and it like pushed me. It was like, okay, if those people I know can do this, I can try for something like that. And Carla's writing, you know, they stopped performing together for a while, but Carla Kikowski is still just her one woman shows. I just mm-hmm. absolutely loved her Mary Shelley show. Oh. Yeah, just a, enough praise for my pals. But I took so. a workshop
0: from from Carla in uh, OC Improv uh, Festival, and she's just she spectacular. She's yeah. she's so she's very very smart, very capable, and what what she taught me. It, it, it just it carried with me very well. It was so, it was so many very simple things, and she makes them so simple on the spot. And it's like, if th- if this is this simple, why didn't I just already do this? And yet I didn't. <laughs> and it just and she just pulls apart what you're doing, and then puts you in the right place. And it's like, oh, I can just do that forever now. And now I'm better.
2: You guys remember what it was like to have festivals? Oh, yeah, no. the good old days.
3: <sighs> no, I don't. One of my favorite Carla <laughs> memories. Is we did, uh, she directed a, an improvised Chekhov show uh, called The Mighty Stumps that she had me in. Yeah, And it was this thing where I had never read Chekhov. And I remember like being in my, like, my studio apartment, like walking down the hill to the bakery down the hill for me and sitting there reading through the seagull. And I got to the end and I literally called her and I was like, this play is really good. Like I'm the first guy to read Chekhov. Like I'm the first guy to be like, "Wow, this Chekhov guy's got a real future." Good eye. Good eye. Super. All right, cool.
4: So I'm glad we're doing this writing circle. Uh, I think you know, uh, two heads are better than one. Three is better than two. Four than three. Five than four. You guys get it. So. Well, hold hold on. Okay. Hold on. Is this um Is this um some... Is this a math, math session?
3: Yeah.
0: No. Are we no, doing no, 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 no. math?
4: No, 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 no.
0: Because no, no. it's not. That was never my subject. No, no, no.
4: We're we're writing together, okay? So like, you know, one, one, uh, one. You know, just what? How does it go? One sword sharpens the other. I'm a sword. Two,
3: you're okay, a two- sword. Okay, but you're doing
0: the numbers again. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're doing the numbers again. Okay. Are we doing math? Because I was not prepared for How math. How many
3: swords make it to Chicago no. by 3 p.m.?
0: Two sh- swords are on a train it, no. uh, going
4: seven... Doesn't have, okay. to, doesn't have to be the time, guys.
1: If two swords are on a train... legit, <laughs> Legit. Legit again. Legit uh, again. What? Legit so hard. You, you just pulled the ripcord on that one? Oh!
0: I mean, Sanders started the, the blowjob again. It's like, what? It's not
1: a blowjob! But Shuling trained us so well. It's the
0: not, moment someone starts a
1: like blowjob, it's over.
4: How
2: many blowjobs have you had in your life? Because this sound effect
1: is yeah. not... I don't... What? I need some of yeah. time. I'll be right back. I uh, dare you to name anything else that sounds like that isn't a blowjob. Because you know what, you're wrong.
4: Hyman, why don't you show us?
1: Okay, um, it, You know
3: how when you're getting a shake from In and Out, and there's only a little bit left in the bottom, that was the sound Chris was making. How does that sound, I mean, Stephen?
2: Yeah, like of of the spectrum of things that it could be. Hey. Like if it if it were like hey, sucking Sanders, the last bit of that a shake.
3: cheese soup sounds like it's kind of hot. Yeah, to a yeah. blowjob.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was so those much closer sounds. to to eating broccoli yeah. cheese soup or sucking the last bit of a shake than not even close I can't to eat a blow job. of those things
0: anymore. what's I'm the like, last
2: blowjob you've had?
3: Well, I think this questioning has taken a whole different direction. I can't. I can't comment.
2: I, oh, oh, we can't. You can't come exactly. It's it's evident in your idea of what the because fucking blowjob sounds married like.
0: And I cannot give away that information about and, my partner. Without and it's their more consent. sad
1: for me that I honestly could not tell you the last time. So I've 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 you know, the sound you make is like point of no, order. No, wait, oh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. The, the the sound you make sounds in my mind like, okay, that sounds like the last time, but I don't remember when that is. But that was what, like, what? 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 Okay. who is you did. Chris, I gotta say, how did you I, Chris Andrew, I don't to... know if
3: you've ever been more right because the scene was cut <laughs> off because they were like, We don't wanna talk about blowjobs. But we could have made it anything, and now we spent exactly. so much time <laughs>
1: yep. talking exactly.
2: about it could have been anything, and you guys like mm. you guys are so fucking horny that you just <laughs> thank like, you. Finally, no, someone this is a job. How I, I feel. can't have this. I can't have this, and we are not going to do a scene <laughs> yeah. about it. You Absolutely not. To- I cut this off here. You guys went full Mormon we underwear gonna, on that. Are scene. we going to be transphobic? Can we be garbage. transphobic and homophobic and racist with J.K. Rowling all fucking day? <laughs> all day, we will do that. <laughs> okay. Are you gonna make a noise that doesn't sound even remotely
1: like a fucking blowjob?
2: Oh, no, because I can't have that.
1: I, you know what? I propose. I propose once sure. this episode is released that we take a poll of our audience. Oh and yeah, listen, and <laughs> is this is a mm-hmm. bad idea already. I, I yeah. love that.
4: Like Stephen St. James is our guest, and like he's he's one of the smartest people. No, no bits here. He's truly one of the smartest and IQ, emotional intelligence, just one of the top humans IQ, I know. IQ, And the fact that we're doing this. DQ. Blowjob stuff on his episode is just chef's kiss uh-huh. perfect
2: well because we've been talking a lot about improv okay and jet even had a moment where he talked about being yeah. ashamed that he was early on and he just went blue and introduced the scene with blowjobs and a skilled improviser will take the fucking high road this is also meta for like yeah. trump and shit <laughs> like we talked about when they go low you go high we go high and you guys aren't going high. Super. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Sanders,
4: I just I just want to say I'm so glad that you decided to teach a workshop at our improv festival.
2: Tell me again
4: exactly what the sound effects workshop is that you're you're teaching.
2: Oh, I'm gonna teach you how to sound like you're sucking a big fat white cock.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay
1: that's all I want.
3: give it I just a second <laughs> you went give so it high. just a second because <laughs> so I was just to be about to be like and in your acting journey how have roosters helped you perform good scene work yeah
4: it's, it's, it's At this point of the show, where Michael Hyman presents no, one of his, <laughs> his fridge products, so take it away, Mike.
1: Oh, no. uh. uh. uh.
0: mm.
2: oh, God. Okay. okay. Mm. I think we we can
0: take a moment if we need
1: a moment we can take it after
2: all that where else could I go with that
1: (laughs) (laughs) setup Josh no you was the right choice you dunked that one you dunked it
3: Uh,
4: Ali and OOP that's how that that's the that was it that was it
3: oh
2: okay so what you're saying is you just really wanted to drive the the cock sucking home okay oh those fundamentals are
1: strong i love you Uh, sanders (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh,
0: this uh, is that kind of a podcast oh god Uh.
1: (laughs) i I gotta say
3: guys i'm gonna be so proud to have my name on this episode (laughs) (laughs)
2: another another episode without a woman
4: mike you're up buddy
1: okay hey kids Are you looking for a new toy to play with? I know you are, but you don't seem like the cool kind of kids that'll play with boys toys. You need awkward toys. That's why we've got squiggle darts. They're the newest tennis free invention from awkward toys. You want a dart that may not shoot straight it doesn't stick to anything, it definitely is all blunt and won't actually puncture you. You want squiggle darts. They're not that dangerous, but they're wacky! Woo! Look at that. Pull back the the mechanism and pull the trigger. Whoa, look at that dart go in all those different directions. You know how weird and wacky that is? That's David Lee Roth wacky is what it is. (laughs) Try Squiggle Darts, included with a free medical kit. That's actually a whole nother toy, because you're never going to hurt yourself playing with Squiggle Darts. New from Awkward Toys.
3: I got some Squiggle Darts for my son. Um, Uh They instantly went over the neighbor's fence. Yeah, they flew like all of the neighbors. Just, yeah, we don't have them anymore yeah Yeah, but they were fun that's the unpredictable wacky
0: nature of them yeah they were fun briefly
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah and they're and they're they're pretty cheap too so you can afford to replace them on a regular basis they are Uh, that was very affordable. i mean i got i i got mine at the 99 cent store i assumed it was a clearance thing but since you're advertising them now clearly they're they're current so that's just how cheap they are yeah uh, I get cheap cheap is a, cheap is a negative word I should Af- say affordable inexpensive.
1: Affordable. Inexpensive. Yes. affordable affordable those are affordable good think. value yeah a good value great yeah. value yeah but they're they're like top of the line at the ninety nine and that yeah rides, and that, and, and the, rides. the med
0: kit was uh, was surprisingly uh, well specked out like it it had it had a, a numbing agent in it it had mm. the bandages it had antibacterial cream Squeezers.
1: it had so it had much a, novocaine a
0: stitching kit yeah the novocaine. Uh, I was, I was impressed. Honestly, it's a better value just for the med kit alone.
1: Yeah,
4: that's true. That's
1: true. Hey, proud to have him as a sponsor.
4: Mm-hmm. So Steven, you're also a teacher. <laughs> yes.
1: How is yes. that going?
4: no, 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 <laughs> uh, no, no. What's your honestly, like that's, I really honestly think that's like a very noble profession to do. What is your favorite? Thank you for your service. Yeah, man. What is your,
3: like, what's your favorite thing about it? Like what keeps you going? Oh, it is getting to see, uh, kids at their best because I'm a drama teacher. So my job, I laugh more than any teacher on that campus. I laugh so hard at children and it's fun and it's, um, uh, it's perfect. Uh, it is a great job and I get to see kids at their best. I get to see kids figure out their emotions by pretending other emotions. Uh, I get to see kids try things on. I get to see them build camaraderie and ensemble Um, one of the most important things is I get to see what happens when one person isn't pulling their weight and how the rest of the group reacts where it's like, we're either going to drag this person across the finish line, or we're going to let them know you are the fart in the pool and we (laughs) are going to just work around you and get there. And it's just, it's fantastic every year. Like we have the big, um, we have the big, uh, moment. Oh, uh, do you guys want me to tell you the story of the first of the second play? That ever did this, by the way. Yes. Um, Please don't. You can also see this story. Uh, you can also see this story if you look me up. Uh, this is what I won the moth with. Um, uh, well, I, I won. The I moth. asked you not to, but okay. Yeah. No. No. It's happening. <laughs> I got momentum now. All right. Yes, sir. I'm. I'm the Crapton now. Um, <laughs> so, um I. Uh, it's the second play that I'm doing. Like I got dumped into this. Like I had had. Almost no training since high school. And I grew up in Texas. So I was like, I'm going to be like the drama coach. And I was like super intense with them. And if kids didn't have their lines down, they did push-ups, And like Whoa. I was yelling at kids all the time. And really? I was super intense. And my best friend was like, who are you? Like, what <laughs> is going on? And like I had all these flip outs and was just this total rage monkey all the time. I was like like the PT and like the, um, no, uh, the David O. Russell of middle school drama. Like, I was just losing my shit constantly. and You
2: were making middle schoolers do push-ups for
3: not acting right? For for if they didn't have lines memorized. But I had to do the push-ups too. Everybody. Because we succeed as a and team. And that's
2: not, not having lines memorized is not <laughs> acting right.
4: Well, to be fair, this is Texas where they shut down the city to watch football games.
3: I grew up in Texas. This was here in California. So
4: Oh well then yeah. you have no leg to stand on you monster.
3: I've got no legs to stand, <laughs> See, zero yeah, leg to stand.
1: You're a monster by California.
3: I hands. I am a monster. But I will say this that group of students, uh every few years they have a reunion and they all really? get back together. And what? I'm invited. If I wasn't invited, I would be like, Oh, this is trauma. They're all processing together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since they have me there and nobody's confronted me. Um uh, but yeah, I still like we're all still pals on Facebook. One of them is a second grade teacher now. But like the night that's of, awesome. The night of our show, um it was my angry chickens coming home to roost because the girls' changing room. There was like an actual physical altercation between two oh. girls, and I couldn't go in there because it's the girls' changing room. And so this high school girl goes in there and stops it, and and it's like this huge thing. And one of my like sweet little students uh, comes up to me. She had had a fight with her boyfriend, who was also in the cast, because dating somebody in the cast is always the best idea.
1: Um, sarcasm. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> And she said to me, this fucking play is fucking bullshit. And I'm going fucking home right fucking now. <laughs> um, and this is like maybe 10 minutes until curtain. And I was like, oh okay. my God. And I have my tech students like gather everybody in the room. And I like give this like somber, calm speech that like one of the tech students was like, dude, that was a hockey speech. That was awesome.
2: Yeah. And then <laughs>
3: we go out and we do the show and it's fine. It's a <laughs> musical play. It's <laughs> not like, it was so good. They used it and it was beautiful. Sleeping right. Beauty, the spell of Sleeping Beauty was broken. It was just fine. It was yep. just fine. And it, it wasn't terrible. It was fine. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, um, uh, that's when I found out that like, I had to be more Steven in class and sure. less like Mr. James. And I had to, yeah. And now it's like, I love it. It's so great. Uh, if it had not been for COVID, uh, I would have won an award last year as, like, Arts Teacher of the Year in Burbank. What? Um, But then, the ceremony was scheduled for May, and for some reason, that got canceled.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wait, Mm -hmm. because the ceremony was canceled, you didn't receive the reward? reward?
3: Uh, They said, they they said, we're going to postpone it until next year. (laughs) And at that time, I was like, cool! Mm -hmm. That'll be fine. And now I'm like, which next year? Super.
2: And the winner of this year's ashtray made out of clay that you really can't quite tell is an ashtray. It may be an ashtray. Why are we still making ashtrays? The winner is for Art Teacher (coughs) of the Year. Steven C. James.
1: Oh, God. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, my God. God. I. Oh, thank you so much. I would not be here right now if it wasn't for a couple of people that I just. I just have to name. This is Stephen um, St.
4: James' 19th nomination and his first win. He's previously been all, nominated for Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping Beauty 2, the high school musical, Sleeping Beauty 3, the middle school musical, Sleeping Beauty 4. This is just an average musical.
3: I got to say that there's a couple people I need to thank. Uh, first of all, I I need to thank my mom. If it wasn't for her going out and partying with her friends and making me watch the movie Sleeping Beauty over and over again on VHS when I was a kid... I don't think I would be here right now. Um, I've got some other people to think. First of all, I have to thank the other nominees. Um, Jet, Jet Kaufman, I, I got to say, uh, your middle school production of the Vagina Monologues was revelatory, <laughs> and I can't believe that you aren't standing up here right now. Um, Joshua Spence, I found that your Charlotte's Web... Moving in such a brave revision to kill both Charlotte and Wilbur, so kids could see what the world was really like. Michael Hyman, the things that you did on stage with children and robots was daring and weird. And sir, I I thank you thank for that. You. And and thank Chris you. Sanders, you play, <laughs> legit, legit, model- legit, oh, legit, oh, legit, legit,
0: legit. <laughs> oh.
1: And on that blowjob, I think that's <laughs> no a, coming back not a blow job. <laughs> If that's not a blowjob, I don't know what is. You, I don't, know what you I don't know there what
4: is a blowjob.
0: Yeah, we've is. all established that you don't.
4: <laughs> I think at the end for all of our anytime we call super legit, we should have like that little porn hub, like badoom, psh, at the end of it.
1: Wait, what's, this? See, what's that? here we the go. Well, no, there we go. Wait. I figured out, figured out the problem. Hey, Chris, I figured out the thing. Okay, Th-
3: it's the fact that these guys know the sound effects on Pornhub, and that's why they're making Wait. this I'm assumption. I'm confused because you watched all
0: the way to the end of a Pornhub video. Does
2: Pornhub give you a hi hat riff yeah. at the end yeah, when yeah. you come? Well,
3: yeah, it's and, like, but a, yeah,
2: I had <laughs> I no idea. I,
3: yeah, okay, all right. I think. You see, this episode was supposed to be an exploration of me, but I think uh-huh. we found out more about these guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yep.
0: and I think that's beautiful. And, and speaking of these guys, yeah, beautiful. I'd, beautiful. I'd
2: like to thank all, all these go, guys. My pee goat, go ba Blow job go. <laughs> <laughs> Sex thank go. Thank you all uh, for, uh, for this experience uh, this week.
1: Uh, uh, I can do the
4: Terminator 2 soundtrack. Doo-doo, doo-doo, oh doo-doo. my god and you doo-doo, have before uh,
0: i'd like to i'd <laughs> no like to thank matt soon. walker if he's even willing to have his name associated with this episode <laughs> for the an intro and outro that. music you i know what? none of our cast is willing to have their names on this
4: episode i know it's funny because before we would say oh like we have to redo sanders and jet we have to like remaster them to really get their full experience I think we just got to throw Steven on that too. So it's just like,
0: <laughs> we yeah, just no, everybody St- Steven it. gets a gimme bonus, uh, uh, focus episode to make up for this one. Uh, you can find a Matt, uh, a link to Matt Walker's, uh, uh, website in the notes. You can check out his other music. He's got fantastic work. He's the man. If you're not already subscribing to us on whatever podcast service that you like, please subscribe and then leave us a nice review to tell us how much you love us. And tell other people to listen to us. Hey Allie, feel better. Yes. Uh we miss you, Allie, tonight. Yeah. Please come back. We're uh You
3: see what we devolve to when you are not here. Yeah.
0: No, this if, if you hear this episode, you will see exactly what how do you badly you We
3: need. that's true. That's we true. only talk about uh, ice cream sundaes. That's true. Baby.
0: None of us was making the blowjob sounds. Yeah. You're
3: absolutely right. Chris and Steven, the high road twins. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh that's that's it for this uh this episode of Super Legit. So uh we'll 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 get you back here real soon, probably with less blowjob jokes. Not if I can help it.
2: Can I start recording there now? There were any blowjob jokes.
0: Yes, Josh, you can start recording now.
3: I don't
2: believe anything's on all my time. I kick the door on it. None of those were jokes. It was just you guys being embarrassed that you thought it was a blowjob. And not being able to start anything after it.